Let's welcome tonight's guest from draft picks to politics, former NFL player in 2020 congressional hope, hopeful Burgess Owens. He's so intellectually nourishing, they named a sandwich after him. Author of Don't Burn This Book, creator and host of The Rubin Report, Dave Rubin. She's lean, mean, and probably on nicotine, host of Sincerely Cat on Fox Nation, Cat Tim. And finally, he considers the Grand Canyon a pothole. My massive sidekick and host of Nuff Said on Fox Nation, Tyrus. All right. Burgess, I'm going to go to you first because you are a raider, so you should know something about pillaging. What are your thoughts on the last couple of weeks? Well, I tell you, Greg, uh, I have never heard uh, a, a summary so spot on. Uh, you hit all the notes. Anybody who's listening to what's happening right now can understand within those last few minutes what we're up against. And I'll tell you the upside of where we are. Again, there's a lot of bad things that have happened, but we're having a conversation as a country that we not, would not have had before, before now. Well, first of all, and this is across the board, I love the fact we can now talk to black, black business owners. We can now talk to good-hearted, democratic uh, business owners, <clears throat> those who truly want our, our country to be great. And we can say, you know, you know guys, we can see right now what happens. We have the dictatorial uh, governors and mayors that want to cut down your business and stop your business because they want the economy to suffer. We also see what happens when we have mayors who tell us not to, not to have guns. They take away our guns and then, when they, then, they, then they run. They run like little cowards when it comes down to evil showing up the door. So it shows that our, our, our Second Amendment is so, so important. And uh, so we're having a conversation, I believe, at the end of the day, and particularly with this, we'll talk about this later on, our economy kicking back in the steam the way, the way it is right now. We have a great time, a great, great chance to have the next four years be a remarkable renaissance, renaissance for the entire country. And I look forward to seeing that for sure. I hope I hope you're right. What do you say, Tyrus? What are your thoughts on the ugliness that's transpired so far? Uh, obviously, we've we've seen the worst of America. We've also seen the best and the brightest. And it was universally accepted that we were out, all outraged. And for me, this was a human being mm-hmm. thing more than it was about a, a race thing. Yes, there's some racial issues, but the greater good is that we all want to work together. We all want to have positivity, and we were all outraged by what happened. Uh, I'm mad as hell about what happened, the murder of George Floyd, but I'm also mad as hell about the, the police chief that was shot in St. Louis, and I want the same justice for him that we're getting from Mr. George Floyd. All four officers have been arrested. Hopefully they'll, they'll have a, we'll have a fair trial. We'll get some good jurors in there, and justice will be served, and I want the same thing for uh, what happened in, in St. Louis and the other, I think it's nine or, or ten people that have been murdered as a result of um, the protest, just like you have to take responsibility for the lawlessness of those four police officers, which led to more lawlessness. The protest led to more lawlessness. You joined the protest. You saw the buildings burning down. You didn't drop the sign and grab a bucket of water. You're just as culpable, and we need to take responsibility for that. We have a right to be mad. We also have, we also need to respect each other. Dave, did you notice the the, the contrast between the mainstream media? And the new media and how the mainstream media lagged behind everything that you saw everywhere else. Oh, yeah. Well, the mainstream media has been about five years behind on all this. And since uh, Burgess was nice enough to give you props for your intro, I'll, I'll do the same. I mean, that thing was on fire like a like a target in Minnesota. I mean, you really nailed it, man. Oh, but man. that but that's the point that we can we can have an honest discussion about policing. We can have an honest discussion about racism and the rest of it, but not if it's all 
beneath this veneer of systemic racism, which doesn't exist. I am 100% sure that everyone on this panel, the, the five of us and virtually everyone watching this show, if you pointed to a law that is in the United States and said there is a law on the books that is prejudice against people because of their skin color or their religion or gender or any of those things, of course we would absolutely be against it. But this, the simple truth is that we don't have uh, a systemic problem with racism. We have what you said. There are racists. There are racists. And by the way, there are always going to be racists. Bad people exist. Bad ideas exist. And the best thing that a society can do is exactly what the United States has done better than any other country in the history of the world. We've said, hey, come here, bring your traditions, your food, your ethnicity, your languages, all of those things, and fold into the, the fabric of the United States. We've done that so well. And the people that are burning buildings down and the people that are, that are quite literally killing retired police officers and the rest of it, they, they, are, they are anarchists who are trying to take out the system. And I think suddenly good people who've, who've not realized how precious this thing is are kind of waking up to it. Yeah. All right, Kat, you get the last word. No, I just, I, I, I really appreciated, you know, listening to Tyrus and talking to him this week is what he said, hey, you know, I'm mad. We have a right to be mad. And just going back to watching that clip of Chris Cuomo, in terms of politeness, I, I don't think people are saying they do need to be polite because anger is totally warranted here. Uh, and there does need to be reform and things do need to change. And it's fine to be pissed off and it, you should be pissed off. But when it comes to peaceably, I mean, whoever said they had to be peace? The, the Constitution literally says that, for one thing. OK, I think a lot <laughs> of people would say, hey, yeah. Everyone has a right to be mad. I just don't like seeing my city engulfed in flames. And I thought it was crazy to see Andrew Cuomo saying, oh, people are conflating. Stop conflating the protesters with the looters. Because if you think about it, that's actually what Chris Cuomo did, right? Because he was calling them all Ex protesters. Right. And you talk about Grand Rapids, that 22-year-old chick who's you know, being charged with inciting a riot because she's on Facebook Live encouraging people to loot and saying, hey, I'm out here. I need a gold bracelet. I already have some silver ones. He's conflating <laughs> that with these people who are out there peacefully protesting with a very, very important message. And he was clearly was trying to be super woke here, but he's, he's not thinking it through. I, I don't think people are furious about peaceful protesters or even protesters who are mad. It, people are mad about the ar arson and the looting. All right, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Did you hear the news? Now you can. With instant updates from Fox News for Amazon Alexa. Just say, Alexa, play news from Fox. In Fox News. It's the latest when you need it on demand from Fox News and Amazon Alexa. He wins the prize for fast Levi's. U.S. Olympic hopeful runner Johnny Gregorek, no relation, ran what is believed to be the fastest mile ever while wearing blue jeans. What's the biggest difference between a blue jean event and an Olympic event? The belt. The world record is 411. Johnny has not yet once adjusted his pants. They seem to fit very, very well. Yeah, they're just staying up there on the hips. The belt is helping. Wow. Johnny finished in four minutes and six seconds, crushing the previous record. He did it to raise money for the National Alliance on Mental Illness in memory of his brother, who Johnny said loved anything silly. Good work, Johnny. Congrats. <laughs> Burgess, you played pro football. Isn't this guy way more impressive than playing in the NFL? He introduced a constraint that didn't exist. 
My point, my point exactly. <clears throat> no, we, we, we can look at the creativity <laughs> of American people. Who in a million years would ever thought there'd be a record ever uh, based on how fast <laughs> running blue jeans? But, but here, here's the other side of it. Yes. This shows the heart of America because we figured out a way to find another way to support a cause that he was excited about. That's what we do. We, we, we come up with these crazy ideas. Yes. In some kind of way, we make money to put in the causes we need to put in or into our own pockets. Either way, it works out. Capitalism works big time. And here's the exact good example of it. Right. Tyrus, the discomfort that this idea creates in your brain, because we've all had to run in jeans to catch a bus or find a bathroom, that it's psychologically so profound, like running in blue jeans, especially tight ones. <laughs> yes. You know, uh, I wear baggy jeans, Greg, so I, I don't know the issues that you have. A <laughs> couple, couple uh, things looking at this uh, article. Uh, the jeans were 100% cotton. Is that okay? Are we cool with that? And um, was this opened up? To, was this opened up to the guys who wear jeans? Because at my gym, it's usually the older guys who wear jeans to lift weights and squat, and I'm sure they would like a chance to challenge. Because apparently, a new generation is just finding out you can do a lot in jeans. But the West was one in a pair of jeans, so I think uh, there's a certain po- a certain population that might want to get in this dance or get in his pants. You know, well, uh, Dave. <laughs> yeah. You know, Dave, I am more I'm interested in this, but I'm also interested in jorts running in jorts. You've always had an interesting taste in fashion, Greg. Um, I got nothing on this other than God bless this guy. We we live in such a bizarro world yes. right now and everybody's freaking out all the time. And there's a lot to worry about. We got a guy running in jeans. I don't care if he's wearing underwear or not. I hope he's OK. I hope he raised some money. It's a great story. <laughs> yeah. Kat, I gotta say, I've I've thought about this forever. I thought of a tennis match where the, both players are wearing overalls and flannel underneath and hiking boots, and the only refreshment is hot coffee and sticky buns. So and it has to be that? like in a hundred degree weather, and they're just I believe Ooh. me, I have friends that I've discussed this with for thirty years. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, I'm very impressed by Johnny. And he didn't even have to run the fastest mile in jeans for me to be impressed. He didn't even have to run in jeans for me to be impressed. The fact that he put on jeans. Uh, I've been quarantined for almost three months now. Uh, I have not put on jeans. And I don't know if they would fit if I tried. Um, so I'm just like living in sweatpants in denial. So the fact that he even wore jeans, I think, is uh, very impressive. Um, and then also raising money wow. for this important cause, mental health, very important. And it's been getting kind of swept under the rug a lot lately with the coronavirus. So way to go, Johnny. That's true. I think we have the title for your new book, Sweatpants and Denial by yeah. Kat Timpf. We are out of time. Thanks to Burgess Owens, Dave Rubin, Kat Timpf and Tyrus. I'm Greg Gutfeld and I love you as always, America. America.